HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Michter's Distillery. Visit michters.com to find out how their taste is everything, cost be damned, attitude is creating some of the finest whiskeys available. Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm your host, Damon Bolte. I've missed a few shows this summer. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Been busy opening a bar. And I'm not the only one doing that right now. Um, I've actually had the pleasure of going to this bar several times. Some of them I remember. Uh, some I don't. Uh, which is pretty cool. Because uh, I, I guess, you know, apparently we all like to have fun. Um it, it's I, well. On that note, it's just been a really cool summer of uh, a lot of like new horizons and a lot of new territory for uh, for the awesome bars in New York City. And the one we're talking about today is Mother of Pearl, and it's it's kind of amazing. This this spot on the corner down in East Village has gone through this this same spot has gone through many different incarnations and. Uh, They've all been very cool. Uh, this one, to me, I, I, it's just the coolest. Mother of Pearl is really kind of like pushing a lot of the the newer cocktail banneries in and you know uh, our our industry and uh, just having like shit fucking tons of fun. Sorry, I know we we can curse on the radio, by the way, guys. So just, oh, just in case you wanted to know that. So right. in the studio today, we have from Mother I, of Pearl. I did I did hear the episode with Giuseppe, so I know. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, you totally know. So that's Austin Henley, and over here we have Jane Danger. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thanks. Thank you. Thank this you is both of your first times, right? Uh, I was here with Southern. No, that's right. A yeah, while you, ago. yeah. When we were doing the Amore Margo. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You were at Moria Margo. You've been actually you took some shifts here at Roberta's for I a little did. while. I too. did. I did. That's pretty that awesome. That many moons ago. Yeah. Look at, look at how you've gotten here. I, and I don't even know how you got here because like right now I'm looking at you, you're covered in blood and glitter. Is it your blood or someone else's blood? Oh, it's, it is absolutely my blood. It is not my glitter. Oh, I see that. <laughs> I see. 
I see the duct tape all over your finger. What the hell happened to you guys last night? Uh, so last night, Jane and I did um, an event called Going Up, which is um, something thrown at uh, the, the basement part of Vaughn. I got a wonderful human named BQ, and um, he has some guest bartenders come in and basically throw a party for everybody. And within the first, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes... I, I, I stuck my hand into into the, into the sink and there was a very large piece of glass in there and it uh, just sliced my finger open um, just about hospital worthy but there were also about 60 people that just walked in and I was not going to leave Jane alone in a Princess Leia wig to try and deal with that. So you so, made Bloody Marys all night, right? No, so, you know, sea folds and duct tape, they work wonders. Um, Much better than a Band-Aid. Yeah, but you know, we, got, we got back home at, at 8 o'clock in the morning and then had to come here, so I didn't have time to get a change of pants. That's cool. So, I, and I'm glad that you were them. It's actually it's a really great conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really hard to get a cab here. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you look um, kind. Of, you, you kind of look crazy, and I, your beard looks a lot darker today. I heard it was because you're doing laybacks of Jaeger. Th- th- that is also true. <laughs> Double uh, laybacks. Yeah. Double yeah. laybacks. Yeah, we did like link around arm laybacks, but yeah. Thank you, Kimmy Winkler, so for all the Jaeger. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, um, so I do have I do have glitter all over my face, and I'm wearing white linen pants that are covered in my own blood. That's sweet, man. There's actually glitter all over your shoes. Too. I mean, you, you're actually like oh shit, I, covered yeah, in glitter, are. man. Yep, I and am. blood for that matter. Yep, yep. But I like glitter and blood. I like that you're both wearing heart socks. Did you plan that? <laughs> no. Did you even notice it yet? I, I passed didn't. out on Jane's couch and <laughs> had my to socks. borrow a pair of socks with your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, cool. It was my new cat Disco kind of partying on his face. Wow. It was bad, <laughs> and he's allergic to cats. So. Yeah. I was gonna make a joke, but it might not have been appropriate. <laughs> Anyway, so um, yeah, cool, man. So, so you had this crazy uh, party, this tiki in space party uh, going up. Uh, I didn't even realize that Vaughn did play like parties like that. It was just like one of their first like events like that. To- oh no, no, no! It's been going on for a little while. It's amazing. Um, I mean, I'm gonna leave some people out, so I apologize in advance when I say these things. But like, Will Elliott did one of them. Um, Calvin Ufray from the Eddie. Jeez, uh, who else? Uh, Julie Williams. Um, t- lots and lots and lots of folks. Mar- Marla Gamora, who is one of our fantastic rock stars at on our staff at uh, at Mother of Pearl. Um, so it's just, and you just make it. You just make it your own goddamn thing. That's and cool. Go for it. Did you? I mean, how did you? Did you? take anything from the bar to like turn it into like <laughs> we took everything basically <laughs> so so uh if you know anyone that's not been to mother of pearl um we don't have walls or windows on the uh avenue a side and part of the sixth street side so we've just been open air all summer which has been fantastic it's been so cool. yeah it's it's super romantic um but what I've heard people say is that it's it feels like uh, Rick's Cafe in Casablanca. Nice, which is great. It's one of, it's one of my favorite movies. But um, so they, the, one of the sides was getting the windows installed, and um, 
the uh, the neon sign was just laying on the floor. It's just it's just this mother of pearl white neon. It's about you know a yard and a half long, and um, I asked I asked the boss if I could take it, and uh, he said no, and I said, what about if I just took it anyway? <laughs> and he said, all right, fine. But if you take it and you do anything to it and or break it, I you're paying for it and you're also fired. But it got home safe. It got home safe and sound. <laughs> cool. It's back at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Um, that's. I heard there was a fog machine and a bubble machine too. Yeah. So um, my my father uh, made his living as a professional magician. Awesome. Um, <laughs> before I was born, before he opened up a wine shop, which is how I got into this industry in the first place. I was a I was a ten year old stocking cases of beer into the giant stacks but before that he was a professional magician so i do have at my disposal things like vintage bubble machines and smoke machines strobe lights strobe lights why do we never hang out man i don't know (laughs) we're just working too much i guess you just don't answer my texts oh come on (laughs) (laughs) that's not even true um so, wait a minute. So, okay. So, do you ever do, like, magic tricks behind the bar? Absolutely not. No? No card tricks? Nope. I've been learning. I've nope. actually been learning card tricks lately. He does yeah. a little flair. A little flair? He does a little flair. What does that even mean? I'm just saying. You just blow glitter in people's faces? Pretty much. Like, from your beard? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your signature move. <laughs> so, all right. So, okay. All magic aside and everything. Um <laughs> We'll, we'll get back to it later. You guys, you guys, show me some tricks, man. I've got like two card tricks that I got, and they're kind of sloppy. But oh man, I can't wait to see. It's it. all about redirection, man. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sorry. It's all about magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all about misdirection. Yeah. You just have someone set like a large garbage fire somewhere else in the room. Like and what's then, that? There you go. And then boom, there's a mai tai in front of you. <laughs> so okay, so let's talk about how like uh, how El Cobre. Became Gin Palace, then Gin Palace became Mother of Pearl. Well, specifically, how it became Mother of Pearl. That's that's going to be Jane because El Cobre was before my time. I think as when I got to New York and started bar backing at Booker and Dax, I think El Cobre was just kind of on its way out. And then you're um, at Maison. I was yeah. Well, that was, that was a little bit later. I was at Maison, but I was at Morty Margot, which used to be. A Cuban sandwich shop, which would lead you up into Cienfuegos, the Rum Punch Bar, and we're all part of the same building. But the downstairs space was El Cobre, uh, Gin Palace, and now Mother of Pearl. But Jane could talk more more intelligently about that. Oh, how that came to be? Uh, well, I guess Ravi Drossi and Tom Chadwick approached me back in February to see if I wanted to work on another project with them. They told me about the structural issues they were having with the 6th Street building and uh, that it was basically sinking into the ground and the whole building was going to collapse. So Ravi took that opportunity to do what he does best. He loves you know, creating new spaces and interesting ideas and just having fun with stuff. He's an artist, so that's like his jam. Uh, and I was like, yeah, and they're like, maybe we want to do something like, I feel like Tiki's coming around again. And I was like, yeah fucking love tiki all right well but i don't i don't tiki uh i don't know if i want to do just tiki 
So let me like run with this. Let's see. Let's like workshop it a bit and thought about it and thought about it. And uh, I found these shark mugs online and that kind of just set it all into motion. And uh, then I started working on drinks with Austin and we just like jazzed and jammed together so well. It was so rad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Magic. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a little bit of magic because Gene and I had never worked together before and it was just sort of this serendipitous thing where I was just sort of helping manage I was working today at Morty Margot helping manage and, and revamp a menu at that same place while while Gene was still at still at Nomad and working on um the Cien Fuego's yeah. rum, uh, rum cocktail book, which is going to come out soon, which is yeah. really dope. Cuban rum I just cocktails, saw, I just that. saw the, the first, the first printing of it, and it is amazing. Um, but so then um, she came, she came, she came back home, back home. Yeah, to my Fuego's. triumphant return <laughs> to the corner of six, and um, it, it, you know, all, all kind of a blur at that point. But then all of a sudden, we were opening a bar together, and. Um, it, it it turned out that our our brains are 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 fucked up in the same sorts of ways. Totally, <laughs> totally. It just sort of it just jives. Yeah, he's great at together. polishing me and making sure I don't have Cheetos on my face before photo shoots and stuff, and just like adding that little bit like Jane, get over here. Your yeah, hair's all messed up. I need to fix you. That, that's that is basically my job. I just yeah. I just make sure she doesn't name any drink anything offensive and <laughs> make sure make sure she doesn't have cheetahs on her face before a photo shoot for Vogue. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You gotta have those people around, man. That's yeah. how we get by. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean and but yeah, I mean, you're no stranger to the to East Village and Lurry Side. Like you you worked at CBGB's back in the day and like didn't you or like you've been you like you're like a fixture in that, that hood, I feel like. Yeah, I basically grew up there. I started visiting New York when I was 18, and I had friends, uh, the Devitts, who worked at CBGB's, and they were from Minneapolis as well. So I'd hang out with them, and they'd take me around. Funny story is, I used to party at Vaughn when I was 18, so being back there and in oh, that cool. space, I was like, oh shit, man. Well, for last night. For <laughs> yeah, for last yeah. night. I was like, well, it's been a while since I've been in here. It's been a long while. So that was really cool, just getting to be behind that bar when usually I would just get locked in the bar and hang out there till like seven in the morning. Uh, but yeah, I've hopped around, man. Like started cocktailing at Death and Company when that first opened. Dave Kaplan was my neighbor across the street, as was Ravi. So that was just kind of a friendship thing. They're like, "We need a server. You live around the block. You want to come in?" And I was like, "Sure." I mean, I really only open beers and pour shots, but I'll figure this out. I'll, I'll Google the whole menu and. From there on to PDT and yeah, it's just it's my neighborhood, it's my jam. I love all those cocktail bars. It's just like family over there. It's great. Yeah, man, that's that's so cool. I love that. I mean, like it's it, like just speaking of that whole neighborhood. I mean, like I guess, man, just thinking now, like I've had like kind of everyone from that area, but it's like the, it's like the like mecca of like like all the cocktail bars in, in New York City. You know, it's like it's the the concentration, like the center of the kingdom. You know, it's like everything's over there. Yeah, it's it's crazy how it came to be because ten years ago it wasn't like it wasn't that. Anything. You know, ten years ago I was hanging out at Mars Bar after yeah. CBGBs. Like that's what we would do. There wasn't anywhere we would visit our other dive bar bartender friends. I guess. Yeah. yeah. We would go to like the tile bar 
I love Dial Bar. They still have the yeah, best happy too. hour. You can get like yeah. a four dollar drink there until like nine o'clock. It's we great. go there. We go to Niagara. We go to uh, oh shit. What was it? There's Gene still pulls Friday nights at Niagara. I up, still work way. at Niagara on you Friday did? nights. Yeah, wow. yeah. Nine to close. Come visit me. Have a shot of Fireball <laughs> and a High Life. Oh, what did you make me do? Oh, I, I taught him about orange tic tac shot. Orange tic tac shot where you take Red Bull and you drop um, orange vodka in it. Yeah. Yeah. I just sat down and she said, Do you trust me? And I said, Most of the time. Yeah. And (laughs) he just sees the Red Bull coming around the corner. Like, okay, Red Bull. Yeah, okay, I can handle that. And then just drops it. I was like, What do you do? And I'm like, You gotta drop it in, man. (laughs) He's like, Hush. And I'll be damned, did it not taste like an orange tic tac? Fucking you're right. So good. Um,. But yeah, I know. It's called so, mixology, man. It is. I love mixology. Well, yeah, my first gig in New York City was uh, bar backing at Booker and Dax with with the uh, with the illustrious and eccentric Dave Arnold, and her first job in New York City was um, at CBGB's, and CBGB's is now closed, yeah. which really pisses me off because I there's absolutely no way that I can be cooler than her ever <laughs> it's not fair she just got there first yeah <laughs> well you know you're just gonna have to i mean like you look pretty cool right now so i just gotta say well you know you got like a slight david bowie thing going on it's, it's like a david bloody yeah <laughs> it's hard not to cool it's hard not to look cool when you're covered in blood and glitter but it was really really hard to get a cab here <laughs> let's take a quick break let's uh Let's take a moment and reflect on Austin's very, very sage words. <laughs> um, and then we'll be back speaking with Austin and Jane in just a moment. paying attention are you there hello 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 i'm talking to you hi hey this is jack insley i'm the executive producer here at heritage radio network i've been here at the station since 2009 and i cannot believe just how much this network has grown over that time we've been able to grow because of donations from people like you so if you're enjoying this if you laughed if you learned something contribute anything a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, anything counts. And trust me, we'll appreciate seeing your name come through on the donations. So consider visiting heritageradionetwork.org, click on that little beating heart, the donate button, and show us you care. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back. You're listening to The Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. We have been talking with Jane and Austin. Not Jane Austen, but Jane Ann Austen of uh, Mother of Pearl in New York City. And we're talking, we, we talked a lot about like uh, like the background and we hit a little bit on Tiki, but you guys aren't really a Tiki bar. It, it kind of like comes across, it's hard for a lot of people, especially like in 
especially in New York City, um, we've gone through some some. I guess over like the last five five or so years, we've hit we've had like some bars pop up and go by the wayside that were like actually like striving to be like you know the next tiki bar or tiki spot and it's never really stuck and it really sucks because like a lot of the people are opening these bar like that have opened these bars and the the people that they've staffed up with are like just incredibly badass you know oh yeah i mean painkiller that's that's like that that was a rock star staff yeah a rock star opening I, i loved that bar and i'm very upset that i didn't get to spend enough time there yeah i it was you know you know, I, I just in the same way that uh, at Mother of Pearl, there's probably sometimes I have forgotten about. But uh, you know, I just remember like the last. But the we very, always remember. The you always remember. You go to the tape. You know, <laughs> um, there's uh, I, one of my memories from. My, it was my last time I think that I went to because I couldn't make it to the the last like the last the end of mm-hmm. of Painkiller. Um, it was just like someone put a, a giant. Like I think it was a pina colada in a frozen, like hollowed out pineapple, and they were like, "You got to slam it," and that was my last moment there. Um, well, that's what it, you did there, and I think we're all probably still alive because we've <laughs> spending a lot of time there. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, you know, it's, so even with places like um, like Slowly Shirley and ZZ's Clam Bar and to a certain extent a lot of other places uh there are a very elaborate elaborately like i always like to call them like i always like to say plated because i hang out with my chef all the time oh sure yeah but, you know it's it really like just the the presentation of these cocktails it's it's hard for people to pinpoint like what these cocktails are a lot of times and yeah they are Totally in tiki realm, but they're at bars that aren't necessarily focused on just tiki. It's like it's more about presentation. And I know that you guys don't consider yourself uh, a tiki bar, but you do happen to have those elements and a lot of that like bigger presentation. I mean, like I know that we've all been like a lot of, especially around New York City. We've been we've always loved tiki drinks, you know, but we've always done the dark stirred boozy bitter you know because that's we had to do that to like establish what these next steps were going to be and kind of prove yourself as like uh, just a solid classic bartender before you can start having fun I guess sure you know? it's sure, almost sure. like boot camp before like you go to fleet week or something I don't know <laughs> Does that make any sense? I, I, th- I think there's a step in between that's very unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you just go right from boot camp. To yeah. Well, you know, you know what I mean, though. I do know what you mean. And, and I've, I've been to Slowly Shirley, and I absolutely adore it. And, you know, I've, I've been to these places that have sort of been pushing the, the tiki... Spirit, and that's that's the same thing that we're doing. Um, we're pushing that what what we love, what we love about tiki. We're taking that and we're just putting it through the 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 bizarre algorithm that is a combination of my brain and Jane's brain, and it just comes out as something totally different on the other end. Yeah. That's like it's it's more tiki through the looking glass than it is 
tiki. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we want everyone to have fun. It's a fun bar. Yeah. And we want everyone to have a very well-executed drink at a high level. So what that boils down to is that we take fun really fucking seriously. There you go. Yeah. I love that. That's that's the quote of the day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, even, you know, like my bar at Grand Army and Mother of Pearl and even, like, to a certain extent, like, uh, the happiest hour above so leisurely. You know, it's oh, cool yeah, because they're like, bigger, open, open bars. You know, like, like there's windows and there's like free, like flowing, like there's a flow to it, and it's not you know these dark cocktail dens <clears throat> where you almost feel like you're not allowed to have fun. You're supposed to be very like it's like cocktail church, you know. Oh, of course, you know, yeah. it's like don't, you have don't to, you no have eye to, contact, no speaking. You have to take your hat off. Yeah, you you have to like you know. Uh, there's a there's and these a places very, are awesome too. Very I mean, secret like yeah. hand motion you have to make before you can order a drink. But like that that, that was ne- that was necessary. That was necessary five, Hence six, seven camp. years yeah. ago. Yeah. That that paved the way for us to be able to do what we're doing now. Because we learned from all those places, yeah. like I mean, we ran through the places that Jane and I have worked, and those those places were what shaped us, and it was important because it shaped us and it shaped the New York drinking culture and also the United States and global drinking culture at large. Yeah, but you don't have to. You don't have to. These are still dope, dope, dope places to get cocktails. But you don't have to go to some sort of reverential temple of the cocktail to get a great drink anymore. Mm-hmm. And now we can we can do some things and fuck around and have fun. Yeah. But still, but still have everything executed to that high level. If somebody walked in a Mother of Pearl and they ordered like a Vesper or an Astoria or a Brooklyn or, uh, you know, you would absolutely make it. Oh, hell yeah. Perfectly. Absolutely. Everybody there is such a seasoned bartender. It's like somebody ordered a Cosmo, you know, like, oh, yeah. uh, well, no, <laughs> no, actually hang on. I have, I have run to the bodega. Yeah. Yeah. But that's down the that's street. Part of learning. Yeah. Like, you get cranberry juice and run back when they ate top of girls that they want Cosmos. That's what they want. That's what they came in for. They want to cost yeah. yeah, and that's that's. I don't know what they're part, celebrating. That's I don't know part of that they're... training too. It's yeah. like understanding like how to make customers happy too. It's like not shitting on their fucking party. Like if eight girls walk into your bar and they're like, "We want Cosmos," are you going to be like, "We don't make Cosmos here," and be a dick about it, and then oh, fuck lose that. eight people like from your bar? That's no. the worst. No, but it's like not hospitality, it's yeah, not like yeah. order yeah. vodka sodas. I don't care. Have they're a good easy time. To make. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I can spend time I think on somebody I else's the drink. Recipe. When, when you're yeah. when you're eight tickets deep and you get a ticket for a vodka soda, it's like a hail mary. God. Yeah. Oh, but but also at the same time, like a vodka soda at Mother of Pearl is, you know, it's it is vodka, it is soda, but it's also a beautiful flower paper straw that I don't know where Jane gets these things from. I just let her handle that. China. <laughs> the internet. The internet's in China. Um, beautiful flowered straw beautiful and like glassware. gorgeous manicured lime 
wedge yeah. and like um, you know a wine-lipped Rona Collins glass. Yeah. And if you want to come in and you're down with what we're doing, and you want to drink vodka sodas all night, great. But you're gonna make them awesome. Look good. Yeah. But it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be as pretty and as thoughtful as anything Jane and I put on the menu. So that's that's another thing too. It's like like going back to the like how is it tiki or not tiki? Like what's really cool about like especially with like Mother of Pearl, uh, I mentioned uh, Sully Shirley and ZZ's Clan Bar. Also, like, yeah, it's the it's love those ways. It's there's it's not always in like what everyone would consider like a tiki mug, like a tiki mask mug. It's it's taking the creativity and understanding like the recipe is one thing, but then being creative on the presentation is another thing. Finding alternative serving vessels, alternative ways to garnish, like the shark eye cocktail is so cool because it comes in that shark mug, and then you take pecho bitters. Splash all over the mouth, and you have the two pineapple spears that are it looks the like little mermaid, little mermaid, uh-huh. the little dead mermaid. Yeah, sorry. It's like that's amazing. Like that's I know, like I know where you got those from uh, from a certain tiki website, but uh, I, it's it's the creativity that goes beyond just putting some crushed ice and a bunch of rum in a cup. Yeah, it's like the thought behind tiki. There are some very specific things that just go with. Uh, you know, every drink does have its own glass. There's something like if you yeah. learn the history, you know these things. And tiki, it needs to be as fun to drink as it is to make for someone. It's like all encompassing. It's like this wow thing. So we're just like Austin said, with the glassware and a vodka soda being so simple, but just putting your all into something and making it really nice. If there's anything I learned from the Nomad, make it nice. Just, yeah. you got to do it. You just someone's there they're out of the house having a good time and you got to go for it because if we spend all this time and energy with the presentation of three of the drinks that a four top orders and you've got a shark glass that has a you know beautiful um cocktail that jane made in it with passion fruit and and lemon curacao maraschino bourbon and rye and it's garnished with like a dying mermaid and Peja <laughs> bitter splash all over the mouth. And, you know, the other guy gets, you know, a, a drink that is, and you, you know, you this is the first drink I made for you when you came in. Like raspberry puree, Akavi Kachasa swizzle, pineapple lime, and a Undeberg just inserted into the top of it mm-hmm. as part of the garnish. And then someone wants a vodka soda because they want a vodka soda. Yeah, that's they're not much. a horrible person. Yeah, don't penalize them. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But, but still make it nice. But you're going to get the most beautiful vodka soda that you've ever had in your fucking life. And it will stand up to anything else on that table. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to get... Just you know, a free poured vodka soda on like shitty chippy ice with you know a, a lime wedge that has been in a core container for three days. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's going to be something that I spent time with. Um, you know, just making a design out of the lime and like gene sources like the most beautiful, crazy paper straws. They're gorgeous. Like no one in there is should feel that they are 
not ordering correctly. Yeah, exactly. There is no. There's no there's more no, shaming. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a big part of what's going on with the cocktail scene. The last ten years, we were talking about all the bars in the East Village. It's like people know enough now, and it's in the media and in the press and on Instagram and all these images of drinks and. People know, so it's not like you, we don't need to teach as much uh, to our guests as we used to. So th- they kind of know, and it's nobody more, does that anymore. It's yeah. not. We're kind of a little bit past education, yeah. and now we're back into entertainment. Yeah, so it can be fun. It's just giving us, you know, everybody has learned to walk with cocktails now. They know daiquiris. They know, you know, some of our favorite, like, milk and honey classics, like gold rushes. You get these drinks called for penicillins people know these things and it's great because then you can have a lot of fun with them and really find out what they like and just your creativity just goes through the roof yeah it's a conversation again and that was one of the huge things about our 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 meetings and meetings and meetings about opening up mother pearl it's like well okay the drinking public has been so well educated over the past years because of all all these giants that I won't even bother listing because you know all know who they are but it's you, you don't have to be a, a, a pedantic and snobbish bartender now, but I'm still gonna be. No, <laughs> but, no, you, but you so you know. But uh, but so yeah. it, it, you know, you, we can move now to like just what's next? Yeah, yeah. and what's, having fun what and is stuff. Next? Having rad music, all, like bars now all have rad beer, great wine, and just like creating this scene where it is like drinking in New York is fun again. It's not quiet. There are times for that, yeah. but it's like. We worked on our playlist for hours just because it was something you're just like, this is all encompassing. It needs to be so sick. Like, yeah. 57 hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. No, I mean, like, even like you said, you know, you worked at Nomad. And like, last time I went there, I had like the craziest, most fucking fun time. And, and I, you know, it's not necessarily what the world maybe sees the nomad as if they haven't been there but i was like oh wait i can have like a really nice meal and some really nice wine and some really nice cocktails and but also get weird here like a little bit totally (laughs) i love the two scenes like elephant bar and then going to the new 10 west bar yeah it depends on what you're in the mood for you hop one to the other you have some snacks here and go for a full dinner at elephant bar you move back and forth it was a really fun scene working there during that time when they opened up the 10 West just to see how they could make it more approachable. And everything they did was so thought out and so, so right. And I still enjoy going back there. I hang out. I've had dinner there twice, like this month, bringing people in who haven't been there because it is fun. And you're just visiting like so many friends work there like our, our doms and our guillermos and like we have a christina who <laughs> i was my bar back and now bartends uh, saturdays with austin at mother of pearl and yeah it's a cool scene i'm excited about new york drinking right now i, I feel like a broken record a lot and the people who listen to the show will agree with that statement um because i am kind of a broken record but it's but it is true i mean like i've been doing this show for almost five years now I think it sounds, <laughs> sounds about right. I should have I should have 
gone past 200 episodes by now, but I'm, I'm edging up on it. Um, but, you know, I, I say it almost every show. It's just, it's so exciting. It, like, on a day-by-day basis, like, it's such an exciting thing to see how it keeps evolving. The whole the cocktail scene, the bar world, even spirits, wine, beer, like, everything. Like, all the elements, food. Like, it's just, it's constantly evolving and getting better and better and better. And it's just, like just so thankful to be able to go to places like mother of pearl and just have fun man well here's the really the the the, the thing that excites me the most is that there is there is the the divide between the quote unquote cocktail bar and the restaurant is getting so blurred oh yeah because you've got you've got restaurant groups like major food group has tom Wah. Mm-hmm. Doing the the programs for the restaurants, and like he's a quote unquote cocktail guy, and you have these people who are, have grown up in like the cocktail world that we're all talking about right now, but restaurants are getting more serious about cocktails, yeah. and cocktail quote unquote cocktail bars are getting more serious about everything else. Like, yeah. why not have a dope wine list? Why not have a dope beer list? Why not make sure that every single person that is in your front of house staff is super polished and knowledgeable? I'm just psyched about, about being there. All of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, there's this beautiful crossover that's happening where cocktail people are going to do programs for restaurants and restaurant management and restaurant front of house are going to cocktail bars so mm-hmm. that 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 it the lines are the lines are blurring and that's that is one of the most exciting things to me in since since I moved to New York like that's that is that is the thing that I think is most important yeah I agree. I think that's very cool. Totally elevating everything. Elevate just it like all. just yeah. everybody got to step up Going your game, up. man. We're coming for you. Yeah, Let's make it good. Totally, <laughs> man. It's been so great to have you guys on the show. Unfortunately, we're like right at the end, but uh, I can't wait to go back to Mother of Pearl. Uh, it's one of the coolest new bars that I've seen in a long time, and uh, yeah, I maybe maybe we'll have you back on the show sometime soon and continue our conversation. I hope so. All right. Everyone go see Jane and Austin at Mother of Pearl and the East Village in New York City very soon. Get there soon. It's very awesome. They actually open at 5, which is cool because they open an hour earlier than most places. Um, (laughs) So just keep that in mind. We do. Uh, We do. (laughs) And we're right there on the avenue. You can see everything. It's You can go see everyone. Corner 6 and A. Yep. Yeah. It's very cool. Thanks we, again. We still for the next week or so don't have uh don't have walls or windows. Yeah. So enjoy enjoy the nice weather while you can. Absolutely, man. Well thanks again so much guys for coming on the show today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you, Damon. Thanks All right. for having us. That's boogie. That's it for the Speakeasy this week. Tune in to Heritage Radio Network for many, 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 many more programs like this. We'll see you next week. Cheers. listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org.
You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 